Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to You Had Me at Black. This week's story comes from Sherelle, a girl from Mississippi by way of California. She shares a story of identity and how her family's love helped her reconcile her own. This is You Had Me at Black, the podcast where black millennials tell true life stories. I can pinpoint the moment, the exact moment in time when I felt like, thanks to my grandmother, that everything was going to be okay. I'm telling my story. I have to tell my mother's story and my father's story and my grandmother's story. And I think in black culture, sometimes there is a feeling of like, we don't tell nobody our business that keeps us sometimes from sharing. So just a little bit of background and vocabulary. Whenever I say my mom, I'm referring to my mom who raised me. She's my aunt and my godmother and my mom. And when I say my mother, it's my mother birthed me. So my mother, she's the middle of five girls. She was super vibrant from what I hear when she was younger. She's the life of the party. She was an accountant. She cooked. She did hair. She was kind of the jack of all trades. She's beautiful. She had this very fly afro She got married at 19 to my sister's father, who was in the military. They divorced, and then she met my dad, who's 17 years her senior. And my dad was super charming. They dated. She moved in. At some point in their relationship, convinced her to stop working. It seems like stories of women who kind of start to have a downfall within their relationship, the story always starts when someone convinces that woman to quit her job. And so it is true in the story of my mom, the relationship became abusive and there was a lot of trauma and that trauma began to onset schizophrenia for my mother. She left my sister and I. My father, though he was abusive, he had this thing with not becoming his father who had left him. So now that my mother is gone, it's just me and him and, you know, whoever other family members are coming in and out of the house. And my mom started to stop by the house and check on me, and she saw that I wasn't being taken care of, you know, at the time she was just my aunt. And that I wasn't going to school, I wasn't being taught like proper hygiene, but my father had threatened my family that you're not going to take my child away from me. So in comes my grandmother. My grandmother is 60 years older than me, and she's the sweetest, most well-mannered Southern belle. She's from Mississippi that you could ever meet, but she's also very trill. Like, (laughs) very. (laughs) So we're talking a woman who, you know, found herself at like 42 with five kids, had been left by her husband, and at a time that should have been a downfall, she was like, you know what? I'm going to move all my babies to California. I'm going to get a college degree, and I'm going to earn enough money to purchase a house. Like, she's trill. So she came and snatched me up in the night and took me to Mississippi. 
from my dad. He was, you know, rough around the edges, gun-toting, but no man who had abused her daughter was going to raise her granddaughter. If whatever was going to happen that night was going to happen, but I was coming out of the house that night. That moment, you know, that's that's a whole separate story because that moment changed my life. It changed the course of my life. I'm, I'm so grateful for that moment, for my grandmother's trailness. There was a day, I was in the sixth grade, I started walking to school, and on the way, it started raining very hard. But I was at a point where I could turn around and go back and ask for a ride. So I go back, and I try to get a ride. My mom had already left. And so my grandma says, come on in, baby. And when a Southern woman calls you baby, that's home. So she said, come on in and to take my wet clothes off and put my pajamas back on. Now, at the time, my mom had been working very hard to get me on a routine that I didn't have, and she did not play about school. So I felt like my grandma was trying to set me up because she's telling me <laughs> to put my pajamas back on. I'm like, I gotta go to school. She's trying to get me cut. So I put my pajamas on. She makes this, like, cozy palette on the couch for me, and she starts to make chicken noodle soup from scratch. Me and her were sitting on the couch watching cartoons, and she gave me soup, and she let me eat it on the couch. I just remember in that moment feeling like no matter what, she has my back and my mom has my back and they're here to take care of me. And it took me a long time to be able to tell my story, the story of my childhood without shame. And I think the primary reason is fear of judgment, fear that I won't be seen as whole or as valuable as someone who grew up with two parents or even one parent. That moment, I just, I felt a connection with my grandma that I still have. I'm grateful for that day and that feeling. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, visit youadmeatblack.com slash review to leave a review and subscribe.